I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Check out the setup. Like, if you're watching, if you're not watching our video, guys, go head to the YouTube and check this out. I am in studio in New York City and feeling pretty freaking sassy. And <laughs> I've got a guest on that we've been trying to get together for months. So long. I Yes. And I let them know. I was like, hey, I'm going to be in town. And so we're getting together. I so know. guys, big warm welcome for Sarah Liddy of com- the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you. I'm yeah. sad that Audrey couldn't come. Yes. But not feeling that well. Yes. But I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you me so too. much for coming on. Thank you for coming in studio. And like, yeah. I literally texted them like, I think last week and was like, I'm going to be there. So can I interrupt your lives and we record when it happens? Like when you can get it together, I'm like, let's do it. Especially like I, for me, I love talking with people in person. And when Audrey and I started the podcast, there was a lot of online interviews, zoom interviews and look, you got to do it. But I absolutely hate it. Yeah. I'd rather be in person with somebody. It's so much easier to talk and like have a flowing conversation that way. So yeah, I was so happy to do it. Yeah. And we guys, we just recorded on uh, their podcast. So yeah. definitely go check that out. Um, but we um, we were talking about how I'm a like social butterfly. Yeah. Like, it's almost like an illness. The podcast is 100% my excuse to like meet people. Oh yeah. It's the best. Like you want to get in with somebody, like there's somebody on the internet that you've been fangirling over invite him on the podcast and literally in person I could only imagine like this is like this is great this yeah is I do the same thing with um CFC when I like I remember our first year and like trying to figure out guests I would always think about like who do I want to talk to and meet? Um, sure, you want to give your audience value and everything, yes. but I always like there's people out there on TikTok and other forums that I would want to meet. And I remember when we first started asking people to be on the podcast, we were shocked by like how many people, people said yes. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, what? You want to be on like my podcast? Um, and it's so cool. Honestly, that was like the best piece of advice that we got starting off was from another podcaster. Um, and she, I I was like, how do you get guests? Like there's, you've got great guests. And she's like, I honestly just ask them like most times out of 10 people will say yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I want to talk about you guys starting the podcast, Yeah, but I want to uh, go like backtrack a little bit Yeah, because, um, and talk about like your career switch and For sure. very relatable. Of course, guys, we talk about this all the time on like career switches. You guys know my story and that, you know, hot shit that that was. <laughs> um, so can you talk like, let's, let's go to the beginning. If sure. You will. Like give us the journey of, uh, where you started and where you are now. Yeah. So when I was seven years old, I went to see. Oh my God, we're starting at seven. We're literally starting at seven. It starts, <laughs> okay, I love the it. story starts at yes. seven. Um, I went and saw the original cast of Wicked. Um, <gasps> yes. With oh. like Idina Menzel and Kristen oh um, Chenoweth. And so that was like my introduction to theater and Broadway and performing. And after that show, I would not stop singing the cast album. And one day my mom came to me and was like, Hey, like you're a pretty good singer. Like, why don't you take voice lessons? And and that kind of launched me into a performance and theater, like career, extracurricular, yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, like starting at seven years old. And so since I was seven, I've trained in voice, acting and dance, less on the dancey side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, singing has always just been a huge passion of mine. And so 
did it throughout middle school and high school. My senior year of high school, I auditioned for 22 music theater programs, 22 colleges. Oh my God. Yes. It is really, really competitive to get into music theater programs. It's like really? as hard as getting into an IV if like harder yeah. because each um, like music theater class is like about 20 kids. So it's like oh. thousands of kids auditioning for 20 spots. Oh my God. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. It is really competitive. Like people start preparing their junior year, like with audition material training, it is crazy. And I really didn't even know how crazy it was until I was in the midst of it. Um, and then I didn't get into a program that I really wanted to go to. And I had heard of gap years and so took a gap year and luckily got more time to train in the city. Um, and then I ended up getting into programs that I really wanted to go to headed down to North Carolina I went to Elon University and got my BFA in music theater wait where in North Carolina is that it's so um what is it called it's Raleigh Durham is like 45 minutes okay. from it um I, I'm not I, because you said Birmingham Alabama before I'm thinking yeah, Birmingham, just for, yeah, yeah, Burlington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burlington Burlington got it got Burlington it, got it. it's right next to that yeah, down, um, in, down in my area yeah, yeah yeah so I went down south which I wasn't really expecting but Elon's such a beautiful school I've heard I didn't oh, know where it was but I've heard such great things it looks like a country club it's like a certified botanical garden it's beautiful wow um and they have a really amazing theater program they ha have like one of the top 10 theater programs in the country oh i didn't know that yeah um i know such a like a random thing in north carolina yeah i know like, where, carolina. It so weird. <laughs> uh, literally so um yeah i went down there and that's how i met audrey who is the co-host of the podcast that i have and um yeah i was performing all four years there and then the pandemic happened. <laughs> then the pandemic happened. Um, at the beginning of 2019, fall of 2019, I fell into a really like bad depressive episode and I had to leave school. Um, and then I came back to school for spring and like three weeks later, everything shut down for the oh pandemic. Oh my God. Yeah. And the pandemic has just really changed the theater industry. Yes. Um, like I feel like things are just kind of starting to get back, but still they're not like fully back to how they used to be. Um, and I think, you know, going through a hard time mentally and the pandemic and just, you know, kind of losing out on some years of college, I started questioning if theater was what I really wanted. Um, I think with theater, um, you have to sacrifice a lot yeah. and you, it's very much like the show must go on mentality. Like you have to be giving a thousand and 10% or you're not good enough. If you want anything else, you're not good enough. Um, like I remember an acting teacher, like first day of class, she was like, if you think about anything else or want to do anything else, like I'll walk you down to the business school. And so it like oh scares God. you shitless. Like I'm like, okay, like, all eyes on the prize on being on Broadway. And I think that did a massive like injustice for me, like a massive disservice because I based so much of my worth and value on like getting jobs, how my voice sounded, like all of these different things. And I got sick of it and it was draining and the rejection was exhausting. And so, um, last fall, fall of 20, what was it? 2021, I decided to take a like indefinite break. And that kind of leads me to here where, 
um, I kind of felt at my last performance job that I may want to take a break. And so I'd always love podcasts and social media, but was always like too afraid to get into it, but also never had time at school. So I came to Audrey and was like, what do you think about starting a podcast? And we took a lot of time creating it and then we launched it and it's just given me a whole new jolt of creative life. And I'm also a social media intern at a marketing agency um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. That's amazing. So, so timeline wise, yeah. when did the podcast start? The podcast we launched in March of 2022. Gotcha. Yeah. So just over a year now. Oh my gosh. And you guys have done amazing. Oh, thank amazing. you. You know, I think when we launched, I was like, we need to use TikTok. Yeah. I, was the hugest TikTok hater for so long because I was not doing well mentally. So I was like, I cannot put myself on another social media app where I'll lay in bed longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't get on TikTok until like November of 2021. And I started like by posting a bunch of like theater content. So cringy looking back at it. I'm like, oh my God. Um, And then I was like, no, I don't want to make theater like my identity anymore. And so I have like my own channel, but I was like, I really wanted to invest in the podcast TikTok because I was like, look at all these people. They're getting like things because they have followers on TikTok. They have people, you know, I think what's special about the app is that unlike any other social media app, like people who don't know you can see you. The discoverability of the algorithm is uncanny and that is bleeding into not only other social platforms but into search into like the way you know spotify is redoing like every every digital world is now re-looking at how they structure their like user experience because of tiktok yeah which is honestly like a blessing and so i think what really helped us kind of jolt a little bit was that we got, you know, a TikTok following at the beginning and it was yeah. not a huge one, but like it was enough to yeah. get to grab people's attention. Um and so yeah, it's just been such an amazing ride. I I love podcasting, truly. How did you so were you and Audrey connected before like the podcast or did you like reconnect before the podcast? How did that relationship Yeah. Go? So Audrey and I met at, in college mm-hmm. and honestly we weren't really that close until the pandemic because you know, our theater program was really strict and so when we came back to school our senior year, we only hung out in pods, which were like your small friend group, like the only yeah. people that you really saw. Yeah. And so she was a part of that pod. And even when we were in that situation, like we were close, but not like super duper close. And then when I had this idea to start a podcast, I was sort of like thinking about the people in my life and who I thought like, aesthetically was like me who I thought I could like sit down and have conversations with and I was like I think Audrey and I would like do this really well um and then obviously through this podcast we've gotten like extremely close that's amazing that's a big commitment too yeah um being so social like I have considered um like getting a co-host yeah. after all this time, um, which would be a huge change, of course, for the podcast. And yeah. don't worry, guys, like <laughs> if there was something actually happening, like I would let you know. I've, it, these are just my, you know, internal thoughts yeah. late at night. Um, but I've thought about it, like, you know, who would it bring on? But it is, that's a big, that's literally, I mean, that, you know what? You were asking about marriage on the last one. Yeah. You're basically married. No, it is. It's a, it's hard. Like, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent easy, especially when this person is your friend and now yeah. you're technically in this business situation together. You know, it is such, you know, communication is so important. 
um, kind of, not kind of, listening to each other is so important and being able to be like, oh, like you're having a hard time. Like, let me pick up the slack here. I think when I was thinking about like starting a podcast, you know, I've, I love to talk, but I was like, you know, I didn't know if I would have enough to say on my own. Oh, so like solo episodes are great. It's one of our like top listened as well. Yeah. I, it is a, it's a different kind of episode, dude. Like that's why mm-hmm. I bring on so many guests is because I, do, I just do so much better with humans. Yeah. So much better with humans. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I feel like it'd be, and especially at the time, I feel like every podcast I was currently listening to was like a duo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like let's do this. Um, And, you know, it's taken time to like get to where we are today. And like, you know, I feel like it's a skill that you learn over time, still learning all the time. I feel like I'm always like, how do you interview people? (laughs) Like, that's my whole thing. But yeah, that's kind of how we got here. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask you uh, like some logistics on like starting the podcast? Yeah, please. It's such something that I feel like um, there's just still not surprisingly like a a ton of content about the logistics. Um, So starting the podcast, how did you go about your branding? Your branding is so strong. And this is such a selfish episode because I'm like, I'm so going to be asking questions like for me. But yeah, how did you guys approach your branding? And then how do you continue that? Yeah. I mean, Yes, I'm, I'm gonna. I have more specific questions. Yeah, please. Ask, yeah, yeah. So our logo came from a digital designer. Her name on Instagram is Designs by Alette, mm-hmm. and so like when Audrey and I first came together and we're like, okay, we're going to do this. We honestly, we spent a little bit more time than we thought because of the Omicron outbreak in New York. And we both ended up getting sick on like opposite ends of it. But we ended up spending about like five to six months actually developing the podcast, kind of like small steps. Yeah. So like, because it was this, we wanted it to be something. And so I think every single week we met once a week and we spent like an hour or two just like, kind of brainstorming and researching what equipment do we need? Um, you know, how are we going to have a podcast cover all these different things? And so when it came to our branding, you know, neither of us are digital designers. So we were like, we need to outsource this. We don't have a ton of money, but like, let's see what we can do. And we did a bunch of research on Instagram and we came by Alette's um, Instagram and she was in our price range And so, you know, we communicated with her and that's how we got like our podcast cover and our main logo and our secondary logo. And so luckily, like those things were, you can input them into Canva and you get like all the colors and stuff like that. And so she really did that like initial work. Um, she also um, did like our little CFC cell phone that you'll like see. So cute. It's so cute. Um, But everything else, as far as like our Instagram is us. Yeah. Um, and so with that, I think, again, something why I feel Audrey and I work very well is because we're so similar aesthetically. Yeah. We know what we like aesthetic wise, like clothes wise. And that's how we put those things together. Um, and I really credit Audrey. She is so detail oriented. Like we have the, we did our big, like, um, season two photo shoot for the podcast last month. And she just thinks of things that like, I would never think of like flip phones. Like we got tiger beat magazine. Oh my God. Tiger beat. I know she's on like Etsy, like not Etsy, eBay, like finding all this shit. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. Um, 
Um, so yeah, I think for us, it really came down to having this like very similar aesthetic and a very clear vision of what that aesthetic was. Interesting. So you guys do Instagram. So, okay. First of all, season two. Yeah. So do you guys do, do you guys take breaks in between seasons or no? So this is our like kind of, I mean, last year was our first year. So this is all very new to us. We ended up taking like three breaks. We took one week off in the summer, one week off during Christmas time. And then I like how you, I love that you consider a week a break. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's totally, I mean, I will say it took me like two I remember the first week that I missed an episode and I No, uh, it's I mean, hard. I, I I thought I was gonna vomit. Like, yeah. And I and, remember ours too. I yeah. was like this I, I'm like like I remember like the first week that we came out with the episode like a day or two late and I was like Yeah, oh my god, oh it's, my god. It's a lot. Yeah. Especially because I think a lot of the top podcasters they preach consistency. And so I'm like, oh my God, like if we fall off this consistency, like will our audience come back to us? Like I read articles that were like, make it to 50 episodes. We like just made it past 50. I'm like, thank God. Thank God. It would have never ended. It would have ended. But like, um, yeah, so we took like a week off in the summer, a week off at Christmas. And then we did take like a week off during season one and season two. I think like looking back next year, like I think there, you like, I think we should have a little bit more time in between just to like give us some time to like, you know creatively like rest and give yourself a jolting and also planning you know we again this is so new to us but we kind of called our first year season one and now our second year is season two yeah we never did seasons I'm so like it's I love I love hearing about process I find it so yeah you wouldn't know why because I'm just I'm just fucking throw it at the (laughs) wall and hope it fucking sticks like I I love that you like really plan for like five months I'm absolutely the kind of person where if once I have the idea, you go for it. I better start recording right then because I will not like, I just got to keep, keep doing it. Yeah. I think Audrey and I, we honestly talked about this in a recent episode. I think we both are so process oriented sometimes to our detriment. Like I think with theater also, it's very, it's all about the process. Yeah. Cause basically like you're prepping, 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 and then you have a performance. Like how long? Like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It's usually always like about the audition. It's always about the process and then very like, you know, far and few between you get to have the product. And so I think something fascinating. I've literally never really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, that's what my whole college experience was, was process, process, process. And then I was finally ready to do the product and, and unfortunately wasn't really given that much of an opportunity for other reasons and because of the pandemic but I think yeah Audrey and I sometimes we get stuck in the process yeah because we're afraid of what the product may be or what may happen and so I think you know that was half of the reason it took long and then also I think it was just kind of like small steps because we had just gotten out of college we're figuring out what the fuck we want to do you know how serious do we want this to be but I think this is the best thing we could have done for ourselves because it's given something that we're in creative control of yeah yeah I love that for um how have you seen this is like a kind of a sign I'm kind of get, gonna geek out a little bit have yeah. you seen like the AI generated like images and stuff of what so like and the reason I bring this up is because when you're talking about like designing the cover art yeah um <laughs> again I always think of like keeping things like attainable yeah um and something that I wish I had part of me is kind of glad I didn't but um I've been like messing around with uh it's called mid journey mm. of course there's, there's chat GPT and there's like Bard and like all these new AI things coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Mid Journey is it's actually in Discord. 
Okay. And so it's literally so cool. If anybody wants to like Google it Ooh. or like look at it, um, I just got my mom on it. And you know when you get your parents on like a new app, like yeah. you literally get them on TikTok and then they can't stop. She can't stop. Like, oh my and God. you just type in, um, I'll, I'll give her as an example because I was like, mom, like, what do you want to see? What, what do you want to create? And she said, I want to see an Irish dancer oh on a hillside with at the sunset in a red dress. And you just type that in and, and it makes it. And so I started like looking at things and um, I'm really into like vintage beach posters okay, and like cool. vintage beach aesthetic. Uh, hence why I'm asking about like your branding. Because uh, I'm like, well, I might want another rebrand. Um, but I was looking and I, I asked for like a vintage beach poster. I wanted it wide angle. And you can have uh, like you can say realistic. You can be, say anime style. You can say cartoon. You can say Pixar style. Like uh, uh, my dad, he's an architect. And so he wanted to see the Disney castle uh, as if it was designed by, it was like HR somebody and somebody's going to know that name and like, <laughs> um, but like a really Gothic art architect yeah. designer, or I'm, I think, or a really Gothic artist, I think actually, um, not really sure. And so we saw like, you know, it made the Disney castle and makes like different versions. But if anybody is like wanting to like look at branding or even create, you could literally create a podcast cover yeah. and say, you know, this size image, I want it to look like this. And you could just keep putting in prompts. That's um, so cool. Yeah. I've of course, uh, you know, that goes into the whole, like, AI-generated art and is that art or whatever. But it is, a, I think, a really good starting point. Yeah. Um, I could totally show it to you after this because it's, yeah. it's so fun. I know. I've heard a bunch about, like, uh, about AI. Yeah. I haven't really gotten into it. It's so funny. Like, every time I open my Notion, it, like, gives me something about it. Notion AI? Oh, my yeah. God. It's No, it's literally everything. Now, Snapchat has AI. And, oh, my um, God. Oh, i got to get on this. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a huge thing. That's total side conversation. Yeah. Um, but back to your Instagram. Your Instagram is literally so good. Oh, thank um, you. And so, like, how often do you do photo shoots? How often are you relying on, like, graphics? Like, let's yeah. get into the logistics here. Yeah. I'm honestly going going to be 100% honest, I'm winging it most of the time. No, that like, is so helpful to hear. Yes. And my self-esteem really thanks you. Winging it. <laughs> like I, you know, I work at a social media marketing agency and like, you know, they have like, they're planning what yeah. things look like. Like when I post a new Instagram, like I honestly, I go on the Tezza app and you can- I love Tezza. Yeah. And yes. you can like put your feed on there. And so then I'm just kind of looking, okay, like, does this make sense? Does it like look good? You're very aesthetic. Yeah. So Gosh. I'm looking at the colors and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, like would an image with words look good on it here? Yeah. Oh, and it's I'm... nice to be in touch with the brand in that way. Yeah. Well. yeah. I'm like, okay, like I'm posting this reel. I want it to be on the feed. Like, does it necessarily look amazing? No, but like, this is what I yeah. have to do. Um, I think at the beginning, Audrey and I were taking photos constantly. Yeah. Um, if you don't know the app Lens Buddy, it is your best I friend. I love Lens Buddy. Love it. Audrey oh my introduced God. it to me. I will give her full on yeah, credit for it is that. Literally, I learned Godsend. it from M. You know M. J. Hem Hemmer M. J. I don't think so. M. J. Hemmer. I don't, now you know when you have you see people, you're fans of them, and you only know their username, and then if you actually try to say, say it, their name, you're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> don't she, know she's name. like very like '90s nostalgic. Oh, cool. Uh, really fascinating, and she 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 did a series on TikTok that, and that's how she got famous was her 
tripod, like taking pictures by yourself. Oh yeah. By yourself. Anyway, that's where I learned it. But yeah, the no, lens buddy is a lifesaver. A lifesaver. And so that's what we started doing at first. Every time we would get together, we would batch TikToks. We would um, You're take so photos. so organized. Oh, it's nauseating. Now, look, <laughs> look, like, it amazed. has not been that way for a couple of months. Like I have not been posting on our TikTok very regularly whatsoever. And I think honestly, it's been hard because TikTok has really changed yeah. in like it used to be like you can just post these trends 24 7 and like you can gain a following but now people want more than that yeah oh I have you know I work like my <laughs> I, I'm a TikToker and then my day job is also yeah a TikTok studio and uh just insights on experimentation like we have not seen trending sounds work on any account no and and that's the thing it's like and honestly like I'm over trending sounds yeah. too and that's been a hard thing about where we're at currently I have been boggling my mind down for a while about like what to do with our TikTok because yes um posting you know videos from the podcast yeah. um but for me I'm not like an experienced computer video editor so that can take a lot of time um and so you know I I put out content when I have it, but you know, back in the first six months, like we were putting out videos every single day because all we had to do was mouth words to something and put something relatable on the screen. Now it's really different. And that's why I love long form content. Um, but now I'm boggling my mind. Like, how do I get people to the product of, you know, the podcast? But, um, yeah, it has not been as organized, but at the beginning it it was, you know, we were, we would meet up, we would usually record and then we would spend like two hours filming TikToks and taking pictures. So I have a lot of pictures from the beginning. And then, um, you know, every now and then we do like professional photo shoots. And again, kind of like with using the studio, we kind of pick and choose mm-hmm. when we think that's appropriate. Um, and invest our money in that. And the thing is, is like these season photo shoots that we do, we did one for season one mm-hmm. and then we did it again with the same photographer um, for season two. Like we get so much content out of that. Yeah. Like I have a friend of mine who is also a photographer. She takes my phone, my other camera, and she's getting all the behind the scenes content. And then we get all the photos from the the photographer and it just gives you so much content. Yeah. I haven't done a, gosh, I haven't done a photo shoot for the podcast in like a long time. And I'm planning my next one. Yeah. Um, one, I'm literally planning a uh, photo shoot for that Panera bag. I don't know if you saw. Oh my like, gosh. Oh, have you seen the Panera baguette? Baguette? No. Oh, baguette? baguette. Like an actual baguette? Like it's a bag. bag. Oh my God. Like, so they is this collaboration they did or this like release they did for New York fashion work week. It is, I have to show you a picture. It's why didn't I bring it? It's literally, it doesn't, it doesn't look like a baguette. Yeah. It can fit their baguette sandwiches. It's this long green, gorgeous green shoulder bag. It's so cute. That is hysterical. And I was bagging. So, and they released like 500 and then they released a hundred. I didn't know about it until after the 500 release. So then I went to the 100, uh, like piece release. Couldn't get one. Posted TikToks about it. I'm a Panera fiend. Like, I love, love Panera. It. My audience knows I love Panera. Yes. Um, so I posted several times. And uh, coincidentally, Panera has not really reciprocated that love, which um, <laughs> to each their own, Panera. I guess. Um, I, come on, Panera, straight up. <laughs> but uh, do you know Delish? Like, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They, a couple weeks ago, posted a TikTok, tagged me in it, and it was them pa- packing a box <gasps> with the bag in it. And no and they they put it, they had written a note and it they like it went into the camera and they like p- placed a note in the box and it was like, hey Sarah, I think you want this. And uh their caption tagged me and was like, hey if you want it, DM us. 
And so I, they're so sweet. Like, uh, I'm like, what do you need? What do you, I, I'm your girl. I, I got it. I will do anything. I will do anything. Um, so I got that. Like, how did I get onto this tangent? How did I? Oh, oh, literally. Oh. So I'm, I'm like doing a photo shoot for that. Oh, great. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my birthday's coming in, coming up. I say my birthday's coming up. It's June 10th. Um, but like to me, like Gemini's were like, it's warming up. Like we can feel it can in feel our hearts. Um, and so like planning a photo shoot for that. And I really think that I should be doing more photo shoots yeah and honestly just taking photos like whenever you can like yeah. if you're ever like oh wait I look really good today just like taking photos yeah. I I have a I have a hard time separating like my personal stuff with attainable yeah stuff. and so we're very graphics heavy which I really like it um I have an assistant who helps me because I literally could not with my full-time job yeah um, and she's awesome and so she's really taken over the Instagram so we collaborate there but it's mainly her but we're yeah. very graphics heavy um and then of course like video heavy when we're posting yeah um, thank god like we now do video content no I love the video content I think it's amazing and that's why like I'm working on like learning better how to use like Final Cut Pro and like all these different things because I genuinely enjoy like seeing the small clips on TikTok and and I think it's it's how you can get your podcast yeah. out there these yeah. days you know would you recommend um like would you say for like somebody like me I'm totally asking like your like yeah. professional advice would you say make a separate TikTok for your podcast yeah I think so really? I think so you know I think it's nice like now that I I post a lot more on like my personal TikTok I think it's nice to have the separation because I think at first I was so personally invested in our podcasts, like TikTok. Like if we're like, I'm like, why aren't we gaining followers? Like I was yeah. so obsessed. And in recent months, I've kind of backed off of it. And I just think, you know, I am a part of this podcast, but I'm also somebody on my own and have my own unique like things about me. Yeah. And I think also it's like when you think about it, like two accounts that you could possibly gain a lot of followers on, like yes. even more leverage. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's kind of nice to like have your personal one and then like a podcast one that's like filled a lot with more clips or things that are kind of directly related to the podcast yeah no that makes sense yeah let's talk about naming how did you that's the hardest part <laughs> oh of a my podcast, god everyone's like how name. did you guys come up with this like name? it's so it feels so right but I'm sure that there were iterations oh yeah yeah I have mean, you guys ever changed your name since you started no I did attainable it was not always attainable oh really yeah we'll talk about that in a yeah, second yeah, but like yeah. how did you get your name yeah I mean I think we, so actually we were kind of gonna start the podcast as something that was theater related I was like really well, yeah I was like what if we interviewed people that got their BFA and start sort of see what life path they went down mm -hmm. because not everyone goes to Broadway yeah. or goes to do like sound production whatever and then you know I think both of our parents thank god they said this were like I think that's too niche like mm -hmm. why don't you open it up a little bit and so you know when we were thinking about what we want the podcast to be I think we just kept coming back to this idea of like what the fuck are we doing with our lives yeah. like what is happening we don't like for many many years we've wanted one thing now we're questioning that and so you know we start like what the fuck are we doing like did it like we just kept like kind of yeah. going down and then we got on the word clueless and then we thought about the movie clueless and yes. we we're like oh my goodness like what if we did a photo shoot again always thinking, yes. about, the photos. Yeah, thinking about the photos <laughs> no I love I love hearing because a lot of people like come from different like um like are you thinking of the content first are you thinking of the title first are you thinking of the brand first are you thinking of the like short-term content yeah, first? yeah, like, yeah. it's very interesting to hear people's 
uh, mental pathways and yeah. how you get to certain things. So no, yeah. that's good, like interesting. Yeah, we so we linked the word clueless with the movie, and then we came to completely clueless and. We were like, okay, like we could do that. And then we were like, we feel like we need a curse word in there. So that's yeah. how we got completely fucking clueless. And, um, but yeah, so much of, of like the name also came from this image of like the clueless movie. Like yeah. if you look at our logo, there's like this little oval yes. behind it, which is very similar to the clueless, uh, um, in the movie. And yeah, so it was like this half, like, okay, this is what we're going to be talking about. And then also like, this is what we want it to look like. And also we did this like really long, like branding form where we like really thought about like what our goals were, what the vision was, who our audience was going to be. And that. like, that was really helpful. Oh my gosh. That's so organized. That is crazy. Yeah. Again, very processed people. Very, like, processed, very people. processed people. I love people. that. I literally, I know who I'm going to call when I, cause it's, and I really got to stop myself. Like, cause I will run before I thought. Um, yeah. And so I'm like literally the opposite. Like oh. I will think of every process, do every like thing that can help me because I get like so nervous to push myself out there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And, and thank God for Joseph. He, he, um, something I love about him. He doesn't tell me no, which is great. <laughs> he like, I get an idea and he's like, okay. And, and when I say I get an idea, like I'll sit him down and I'm like, babe, okay, just hear me out. What if we sold the house? I know we kind of just got it, but like, what if we sold the house? <laughs> like, and lived in like an on an island. Like, I mean, just really think about like how they could like, and he's just like listening. He's like, okay. And he doesn't tell me no, he, but he really walks me through the process of, of what it would be yeah. when I do need to slow down or when he thinks like, he's like, maybe we should think about something like think a little bit more about this. Yeah. So when I was looking at changing the podcast name, that was one thing that I was kind of scared. I, I slowed myself down. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, this is a big deal. And like, am, am you know, am I going to lose my audience? Like, whatever. They were super supportive. Yeah. Also, my audience was not that big. People who have been there since, what else podcast? What else? What else? It, I know, I, so there's the way I explain what it was. And then there's the real truth of yeah. where that name came from. So it came, I say, you know, I want to know what else is there. What else mm. is there to the story? Sure. And, you know, tell me the story. And then what else is bullshit? <laughs> Total bullshit. That was how I justified it. You know where it came from. You ever seen that uh, little video before TikTok of this little boy? I want to know how old he is now. He's one of those like Charlie bit my finger like a long time ago. Okay. And it was, uh, he had a little grocery list and he had this really thick Southern accent. Okay. He was making the list. And she, his mom was telling, he's like, what do we need? And his mom was like, strawberries. He goes, strawberries. What else? <laughs> Like that, he, and she goes, spaghetti stuff. He goes, scary stuff. What else? And like <laughs> me and my mom, like, had this obsession oh, right. with that video. And so we used to, all, we still, anytime we say what else, we used to go, what else? And I was by the pool thinking that I am so clever, like, trying to think of my podcast name. And we just kept saying that. I was like, what if it was, like, what else podcast? Ran with it. I don't remember, like, how many episodes, like, we were in before I ch changed it to Attainable, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I was like, I don't think this is resonating. It's, and it's hard to come up with a name. And yeah. something else that if you are, like, starting a podcast that I recommend, Audrey and I, like, searched possible names, like, that we were thinking of on Spotify and Apple. Oh yeah. You want to like go, see, you want to look, you know, like, Oh, is anybody else like in, you know, the same area? Yeah. I think this? that there is, um, like if the attainable podcast, I, mm -hmm. I think, um, because I see it when it comes up sometimes, but yeah. Uh, and and we're, also, like, we're technically just 
attainable podcast. Yeah. You'd put the in there, but yeah. Yeah. And also like if something was like a little bit close, but like they hadn't posted in like years. Yeah. I there's was that. like, all right. Yeah. It was like, whatever. percent. Yeah. So, uh, with the podcast is, so you have a, uh, job outside the podcast. Yes. Is Audrey as well? Audrey. Yes. She does. Um, she's like temping right now. Gotcha. Yeah. So you, you guys, is this like a self-funded project? It is. Love that. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, again, it's not cheap. I'm, no, I, it's I, not. Like, again, very privileged to have the support of my parents. So they've definitely come in and help sometimes. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a self-funded project that I hope one day yeah. somebody will be paying me. No, to I think do. that that's so, that's so a lot of this stuff, like a lot, especially with media, and with anything that involves that audience, there's so much front end work um, yeah. before like people look at these, you know, larger podcasts or people that are making like a ton of money off of social link, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it really is like the tip of the iceberg. And then you don't see the underside of yeah. all the years that go into it. Um, yeah. And so, but I, I want to, you know, make sure people understand no. what's attainable and what they can do. Like attainable podcast is self-funded like 100 percent. yeah we're not we're not you know we're almost three years in and we're still not taking ads yeah no uh, i mean it's so expensive and it's you know again like it can look a certain way on social media and like yeah truthfully honestly like no no ads no none of that yet and i i do i pray one day like we can get there because i genuinely love this like art form i think it's so cool and amazing um but yeah as you said i think a lot of the time if like I get down on myself about the podcast or like social media things I think about the people that I look up to in this space and it took them years years to get to where they are like think of like Lauren Bostic is just like the best example ever because she's so open about spending years and years working on her blog the skinny confidential before it became something yeah um and you really have to love it before you'd make money off of it yeah yeah Yeah. and so I mean to be like you really gotta love it and then to some point I think that there's I think people get to this place where they have to ask themselves a question if they want to make money off of it yeah podcast it's a little bit less stress but like sometimes making things a job is, I've learned this it's, ooh, it's not, me it's not too. The, it's not the thing to do no I've learned that from like my passion with theater yeah. um it when that turned into a job it was very very hard and I'm still like recovering and trying to find my pathways in that because for so long it was this extracurricular you know I Audrey went to a performing arts like boarding school high school so she had been in that thick of it for a long time but when I was in high school you know it was my extracurricular activity you know I was doing social studies and English and all that you know stuff during the day and then I got to release into theater in the night and then when I went to college like it became everything and that was really hard yeah no that's absolutely what an identity change yeah what what a which is I mean that's identity change and identity issues um is not talked about enough because it's really hard to explain it is it's so weird you know because I grew up in this like small town right outside of New York City and I was the big fish in the small pond like you're going to be on Broadway. Like you are the most talented person ever. Like, and I did have some really great things happen to me as like a young performer. And then when I got to like Elon, now I'm not this big fish in the, in the small pond. Like this is 80 of like some of the most talented people in this country. Um, and you know, when you are in a profession that like so much of like your money, it's like, 
based off of you yeah. and and honestly what you look like especially in the entertainment industry it became very very tough yeah yeah oh my gosh that's like a whole nother conversation Ooh, um, yeah but if um if somebody is right now like go, yeah. kind of going through what you did having to let go of a past identity and maybe is entering into a new one or not even sure what that may look like what yeah. advice would you give them I would say like it's okay to mourn this like past like version of yourself. And it also doesn't mean that that version of yourself is not a part of who you are right now. You know, I think when people ask me about like theater and stuff like that, they're like, you're just going to give up. And I'm like, no, like it's still a part of who I am. And who, like, who knows, maybe like two years down the road, I'll want to get back into it. I'm just becoming like my adult version of myself. And so I, yeah, I think it's okay to sit there and mourn it and be really sad that this thing that you've loved for so long is disappointing you because it is so hard when you've put everything into something and is not turned and it has not turned out like the way that you wanted it to. So I spent a lot of time just like, you know, almost going through the stages of grief with it. Um, and now, you know, finally I've come back to this place where I'm finally starting to put my toe back in, having voice lessons for fun, going to see Broadway shows oh, and not so like hysterically yeah. breaking down, you know? So like, it's not like it's gone forever, yeah. but I do think taking that space, like if you feel it inside, sort of what you said earlier, like you're questioning it, yeah. like listen to that questioning, yeah. even if it's for two months, like it will give you something. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, of guys. Of course. If you enjoy this, please go go listen to Co- Completely Fucking Clueless because it is a phenomenal podcast. Oh, thank you so Where much. Where else can they find you? You can find me personally at Sarah Alice Liddy on Instagram and TikTok. And then for Completely Fucking Clueless, we're Completely Fucking Clueless on Instagram and Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless on TikTok and YouTube censoring <laughs> censoring <laughs> censoring censoring way to go yeah, yeah. and i love like i feel you you can say that so fast like completely fucking clueless like, i can only imagine how many times you've had to say that oh so many times i know it's like a little bit of a tongue twister but w- you know when you're podcasting like you get so into your intro yeah. and outro that like now it just comes like, oh it just like, rolls like off the tongue. nothing <laughs> yeah guys i hope you enjoyed this podcast um yeah. really like this setup is so cool i'm so excited about it let me know what you think on youtube go in the comments let us know what you thought about this podcast um let us know what your favorite part was head over to our instagram and go follow us on instagram and uh, share any of our uh, little posts so we can grow our community. And we're trying our best on Reels. Um, So, yeah, uh, trying Reels. Reels. Like, we're trying our best (laughs) on socials, guys. Like, can you tell? Like, I'm like, let's work together. I know. Um, I hope you guys uh, love this episode. I hope that it was helpful. It was valuable. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.